This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, a topical storm, and is made with love. I preferred the first time. Yeah. Hello, everybody, yeah. and welcome to this special Valentine's edition of Movie Drone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, is it's it? It's not at all. Is no. It? no. Do you do Valentine? No, you don't. No, no. no I don't. My, I, we had two cards, oh, and I mine did. just said one. One I got the missus said, "If you got eaten by a T Rex, I'd miss you." Right. Okay. That was as romantic as I could get. All right. Okay. Well, that's a very nice card, though, mate. Yeah. Well, two pound fifty and all. Was it? Oh, you bought it, or yeah, that's oh, what I bought it. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I bought it. okay, right. I mean, I don't do anything. No, that's fair enough. No, no. Well, I do. I mean, I buy you flowers most weeks. Oh, I know. Nice. I know. I'm cooking dinner tomorrow, right. but it's not to do with Valentine's. That commercial thing that is Valentine's. Yeah. Is she having beef super noodles or bacon <laughs> super noodles? <laughs> Whatever she deserves tomorrow, oh. once we figure it out. Yeah. So hello everybody and welcome to, it's not a special episode, but just yeah. lying, it's not a Valentine's episode. Right. There's nothing to do with love in this episode, really. Yeah. Apart from the love that I have for Mark. Oh. How have you been, mate? I went Episode what? 83. 83? Yeah. So like 40 plus 40. Plus three. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah 40, so like 40, 40, plus 40, 40 plus three. It is, yeah, yeah. Right. You're right cool. there, yeah. Happy birthday, Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Are you going to sing to Sophie? Come on, let's just yeah. have like, a little one. Be a bit careful because my voice is a bit fa- okay, faulty cool. at the moment. Oh, is it a bit faulty? <laughs> a bit oh, faulty, yeah. Okay. Happy birthday. Are you not joining in? No. To you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sophie. Happy 40th birthday to you. <laughs> there you go, my last bit. Happy 40th, yeah. so, if, so if it's for, she's in Rome at the moment, mm. so it's probably hear it on the well, way he back. He picked a nice cheap weekend to take her to Rome, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't play in anything, mate, no, does he? There you go. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. so we can say happy birthday, yeah. Sophie. Right, how you been, mate? I've been all right. Have you? Yeah, mixed week, mixed week. Right. I've uh, been to the dentist. Okay. Quickest dentist visit ever. Right. He went, yep. How, see, see I, I'm, how do you do it? Because you, all you do is eat sweets. Mm-hmm. Right. The bag I'll of look sweets. After my teeth. The bag that you took of sweets to the cinema this week was like 600 grams. Yeah. There's a lot of sweets in yeah. the bag. So how do you do I'll it? I look after my teeth. With what? Sugar? No, just brushing them. Yeah, I know, but if people do brush them and like. I should brush them more regularly and more thoroughly. <laughs> And he just sat and he went, it's not often a dentist <laughs> praises someone how well they keep their teeth. Oh, really? See you in six months. Right. Like, Ta-ta. Okay. Um, yeah. They've got to fall out at some point. I'm doing all right so far, right, Touchwood. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, some long-ass meetings, like four-hour meetings. Right. Weren't fun. Okay. But, right, last week, went shopping. Right. We have bacon rolls on a Thursday. <laughs> I was going to say, I, was right. gonna, I did notice, I did notice you've put on a little bit of tumber yeah. there, mate. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think probably still the same way. That just might be gas. Oh, you reckon? Um, okay. But yeah, went shop. Went to, we had bacon rolls in a meeting. Right. So I thought fancy a different sauce. So I got to have some piri piri sauce. Right. I've been overdosing on piri piri sauce. Right. Like literally, you would not believe. I've been to Nando's. I've had dirty fries with jalapeno. I've been eating 
too much. Did of you it. have squits like Joe Hernandez? I was getting cocky. Right. Come Wednesday, the world fell out of me. <laughs> Did it? Yep, it caught up with me. I'd done all right. I'd had it on like five or, excuse the pun, but five days on the trot. <laughs> and then come the fifth day, the trot <laughs> trotted. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Lovely. Yes. Brilliant. It's maybe too much information. Where was that? Was that a work poo or? Just about a work poo. Right, okay. <laughs> all right, proper, proper yeah, poo. just about. Oh, well, interesting. I'm sure people wanted to hear that, but... <laughs> yeah. That's as exciting as my week's got, mate. Is that it, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done a lot. Last week, the episode mm. didn't no. didn't delete so itself. You did it properly? Well, I don't know. Or they've adjusted I something. I think they fixed it and anyway. not told me, I reckon, yeah. because uh, I can't see it as me. Anyway, yeah. I was all prepared for a bit of a fight yeah. with uh, Pod Bean. But thank you, Pod Bean, if you have fixed it. Yeah. And f- I'm sure everyone appreciates not having that yeah, down last on, episode down dropping. downloads this week, don't we? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not a lot then, really. No, not a lot at all. Sorry. No, there we go then. I'll try and have a more eventful week next week. Good. I'd, I like uneventful weeks. Do if you? all I'm talking about is Piri Piri and going to the dentist, it's been a good week, hasn't it? Well, it's not really for me, is it? I mean, I'd prefer you have some sort of accident, if I'm honest. Thanks. That's all right. You know what I mean? This is maybe yeah. a minor one or something. Okay. Or, or I'll some. try harder. Got the storm coming. I'll take some guards off the saws at work. See what happens. (laughs) We've got the storm coming. Storm Dennis. Storm Dennis. Topical storm. It is. Yeah. We'll talk about that a bit later. Right. Okay. You got any thanks, mate? I've got a list, mate. So thank you to Collateral Cinema, to Lisa, Citizen Vlogs, and Movie Game Nostalgia, Politics with Dummies, St Paul's Filmcast, Tim, Right Stuff Reviews, WTM, Jen Didis, Jill, Mr P, Beautiful. One Movie Punch, Movie Geek and Proud, Podcast HQ, Ryan, What Should We Watch, Colby Mac, Erica Jones. Glad she's changed her name. She was one I didn't know if it was Model E or Model. Right. Changed her Twitter name now. So Erica Jones, thank you. The Geek Dom Fancast, Tim Hogarth, Man About Life Pod, Emma, Thomas and Rock Paper Scissors. Cool. Well, I've got special thanks this week to Glyn, uh, the Movie Journey podcast, Movies on the Way, Book of Lies, 143, Cinema Recall, Joseph, VHS Strikes Back, Comics in Motion, Oco Duro Parle Hour, Mike, Mike and Oscar, and all those are for tags, mentions and follows, etc. Thank you very much. Right, mate. Yep. I've got a promo. Cool. Do you want to listen? Absolutely. Hello there. Do you like movies but feel overwhelmed by the avalanche of titles available every week in the theaters and on streaming services? Do you struggle with justifying the increasing cost of movies at the theater or whether to pick up another streaming service? Well, I have a resource for you. One Movie Punch. Your movie review podcast for currently playing newly streaming classic and cult movies. One movie per day, every day. We track the theaters, streaming services, and the occasional physical release to find the best movies currently available. We watch every film, then distill it into a short three to five minute review and publish a daily podcast. And now with year two, we've gone spoiler free for all movies within the last three years and bringing on a team of reviewers with brand new perspectives and selections. Want more information? Head over to www.onemoviepunch.com to subscribe to the daily podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at One Movie Punch and Facebook at www.facebook.com slash One Movie Punch. We'll see you there. There you go. That's the fantastic Joseph from One Movie Punch. And his secret volcano there. It is, yeah. So, uh...
some oh, good episodes recently. Absolutely. Quite average uh, promo on one yeah. of them, which is, which is our one. But thank yeah. you very much for playing on Joseph. watching his scores because he's quite a high scorer, Joseph. Yeah. Um, so when I see one that's got like five out of ten, I think that's going to be shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, well, who, who gave, I can't remember who gave Rocky Horror Picture Show 10 out of 10 when we did, yeah. uh, I think, madness, Easy mate. 10, that, mate. Easy 10. <laughs> madness. Right, so there you go. Uh, listen to One Movie Punch. Right, okay. Um, I've not been having so much fun. Have you uh, not? No, not really so much on the week, especially not this episode as we Sorry. had last episode. I mm. mean, we did have a bit Shambles. of a breakdown. <laughs> Shambles. <laughs> we had a bit of a breakdown last episode. And I don't mm. feel like I'm in that sort of mood at the moment, okay. mate. I've eaten my body weight in carbohydrates because I've got a long run tomorrow. And I feel a bit lethargic. Okay. So what I need yeah. is a good MMIP. Yes, oh, I'll probably go back a few episodes and listen right. to them then if I'm sure. <laughs> right, so we've got, this is uh, Mark's movie impression. Short. So, yeah, it was, is it? Yeah, okay. sure, yeah, quite short. I had to look these up because I wasn't quite sure who the last one was. I'd forgotten. Mm. Uh, and I haven't watched did, that for Did you listen to any of it? Uh, I've, I've listened to the characters. That's a shame. A bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know, I know. I'm quite looking forward to it. Uh, I, and uh, I couldn't remember which character this was out of the other film. So, um, should we just, do you want to just get into it? <laughs> Yeah, okay. I want to get it over with. They, so, actually, they're so. quite distinct voices, so oh, it should be good. No. It should be good. Yeah. Right, okay, so this is Mark's movie impression for episode 83, and this is when Warren from... There's something about Mary. Met Hoggle from... Labyrinth. Cool. Here we are, ready? Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Oh, my goodness. Where did this come from? Have you seen my wiener? Oh, no. Not the eternal stench. Goodbye, Ted. No, I, I'm Hoggle. Frank and <laughs> <laughs> What have you got to go and do a thing like that for? There you go. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I, 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 I haven't seen that film for ages. <laughs> And I was just walking around yesterday going, Frank and Beans, Frank and Beans. <laughs> Didn't realise he had any other lines in it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much, no, mate. Oh, dear. That's better. Right. Mm. Okay. Should we move on? Please. Right. This is the... Movie Drone Wall of Shame. Okay. So the Wall of Shame. Mm. So last week I challenged Dennis. You did? Um, been having a little chat with Dennis. I mean, I asked him if he actually knew what a cluster of Dennis's was called and he thought it was called a privilege uh, because it's a privilege to be around Dennis's but I mean I looked it up and it is a Denai so uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so he's wrong and, yeah. and you were right it's, it's a Denai so um, same, mate. yeah so yeah we've got a storm coming in um, everyone at work's obviously a bit of bantosaurus everyone's mm. taking the piss out of Dennis and it'll be more like a uh, short damp squiff <laughs> Yeah. I'm not a even mad I'm picking on him. Sorry, Dennis. <laughs> a few puffs and over in three minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, poor sod. That's been getting that. So he probably doesn't need this. But there you go. That's what you get. Yeah. So we'll see if Dennis gets off in a minute. Who are you challenging, mate? Well, I was going to go with the old thing of, you know, people are nice to you. Not many people are nowadays, are they? Well, no. So that's why... The missus is going on there. Right, okay. Um, bought me my Nerf gun, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. And being Was really that Valentine's? Was it? You just do it on a different day? Is that the cheating no, bit that you do? No, apparently I, I deserved a treat. Oh, right, okay. So she got me a nerfing gun. All right, do you know what you did? No. Oh, right. Apparently I'm just a nice guy. Oh, really? Apparently, yeah. Okay. Didn't, didn't get that. Apparently 
No, I think the words were, you can be a proper prick, but <laughs> occasionally that, yeah. you can be nice. Right. Um, okay. So I must have been a nice day. Right. Um, so yeah, it's been really nice to me at the moment, looking after me. Okay. I've had some dinners cooked. Right. How dare she? So she can go on the movie <laughs> drone all the show. Okay, so you are challenged, yes. Cassie, yeah. unfortunately for you. Sorry, love. <laughs> You're not getting another present, are you? Oh, damn it. Um, right, okay. So swiftly moving on. Yeah. This is the next section. This is the section that we like to call... Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. There we go. Right. So uh, we did challenge Dennis. Yeah. Did Dennis deliver? Dennis did. Did he? He did. <laughs> he has got in contact. Huh? And he says, seeing as though he had a question with two answers. He did. He sent us two questions. Right. Um, so his first one. He said, what book would you turn into a film that has not been made into a film already? And quotes his choice as Rivers of London by Ben Aronovich, which apparently is a mixture between CSI and Harry Potter. Oh, sounds shit. Brilliant book. Brilliant book. Really? I don't fucking know, do I? Sounds shit, I don't read. Harry Potter's it. <laughs> I'll get CSI a bit. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. got an answer for that one, mate? I have. Go on, then. Um, I would like to see Walking the Amazon by Ed Stafford. Right. Ed's my hero. Okay. Man crush or hero? No, just general hero. Right, okay. Absolute legend. He walked the Amazon in like 860 days. He set out to do it in like nine months, and it took him two and a half years. Right. And uh, I mean, did he do it properly? It was like a Bear grills. We went and stayed in a hotel and no, that? No, no. He, when you read the What book, was the one I saw recently? You said they did go into an hotel. It's another one of these. Oh, like, that was uh, SAS. Was it? When it was okay. middle. So are you uh, sure that your hero doesn't do that? No, he did stay in hotels. Oh, okay. But not all the time. Sometimes he slept in a hammock. Sometimes right. he slept walking. Right. Um, but he had some proper, like... So he walked from hotel to hotel? No. Okay. Because he was in the... He might have been in the Amazon for, like, three months. Right, okay. Just walking before they got to another village. They got buckets of cement thrown at him by, like, certain tribes. Right. Chased by spears, held at gunpoint. How did tribes know how to... How did they get the concrete mixed? Well, because concrete's a natural product, isn't it? So I don't know. Just gypsum. Right. And they got like that in the Amazon, Okay. So gross, so like a salty, like oh. an evaporite, isn't it? Interesting. Yeah, I'll explain to it all to yeah. you later. But yeah, it um, tips over him and yeah, like held at gunpoint by like drug people and some real nasty shit. So what would you do, a film about someone doing a walk? No, like, I mean, you've got um, What's the Wild with Reese Witherspoon and stuff like that. Right. Right. So you could do one where it goes through and shows his challenges. He started off with someone, they ended up, clashing so he ended up picking someone Killing else up. no he went he flew back and then he met someone called cho and right. he walked the amazon with him and he sort of befriended him and they did it all together but right. they had a rough old journey mate okay interesting right, yeah it could be a really good one i think okay i don't want to borrow that book but uh it's interesting i've got that's the dvd of the no, documentary no, no, you're, right. Borrow that no, as well. you're right Mine is, <laughs> mine is, I'm not really a reader, as you know, as we've mentioned, but I have been reading something. It's a bit of an autobiography. It's called The Love Dove Generation. It's by Billy Daniel Bunter. And it is about the rave scene, about him starting, like, in, I suppose, oh, in the 80s. He was one. working in markets. No, not really. He was a DJ more okay. than anything, mate. So it's about the birth of the, the scene rather than being actually sort of 
in the scene. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I didn't really like Beats recently, did I? No. So I think I'd really like to see another one done by a true fan of the era. Cool. And that's that. Well, that sounds yeah. terrific. <laughs> um, and his second question, our Dennis asks, is if you were made to, what character from an action movie would you have punch you in the face? <laughs> What the fuck? What have you done to this boy? It's because he wanted to mention Charlie's Theron. I haven't got there yet. Oh, okay. And Dennis cites his answer as Lorraine Broughton in Atomic Blonde, played by Charlie's Theron. Yeah, nice. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting punched in the face by Charlie's Theron. Okay. Would you? I couldn't put a mask on and punch you in the face if you know. <laughs> you haven't really got the body for it, mate, oh, not right. from what I'm seeing here. <laughs> What's your answer then, mate? Well, I hate being touched in the face. Right. It would be, it's my Tinder bit point. Right. Do you know when you get them Irish films, where like Irishmen, they blokes slap him in the face, right. I'd be burying my head in his because I hate being touched in the face. Um, so I've gone for Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible because right. he'd, like, he'd have trouble reaching because he's about four foot nothing. <laughs> so even if he stood on a box, he punches like a girl, doesn't he? I don't know, does he? He looks a little bit weedy. He don't look like he can have a good tear up. So I'd say him. I don't think it's going to hurt a lot. He's not going to get a lot of purchase on his little box. <laughs> okay. I'm 6'3". What's he going to do? <laughs> um, I was think, I was trying to think. So he's put action film, yeah. which was a little bit of a curveball. Because when I originally read it, I missed out the action bit. So I was yeah. searching for weak punches in film. Yeah. And I was trying to find... There's a lot of them. Like that, you know where, dynamite Well, it's like, like when you punch. You know when you punch and you like punch from the elbow... Or Adam I mean, Driver in Marriage Story when he punches a hole <laughs> yeah. in the wall. <laughs> so you punch from the elbow rather yeah. than like following through, yeah. isn't it? It's like a forward slap in motion. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was looking for that and then I realised it said action film. You know, there's not really many poor punches in there. Yeah. So I decided to go, if it had to be an action start, it's got to be the lone wolf. Chuck Norris, just so because it would be, die, just because it would be a privilege, wouldn't it, to be punched out or killed no, by I think Chuck it would Norris? Hurt a lot. It would probably hurt a lot, yeah. yeah. But wouldn't it be a privilege? I'd like to mean? see him punch in the face. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Um, I've got an honourable mention, yeah. Bruce Lee as well. I'd like to see that one inch punch that he does. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't see it for long, obviously. <laughs> but just interesting to see. Okay. Yeah, that's mine, really. Okay. All right. Do you want to try one inch punch in a little while? Uh, <laughs> You can give me one inch of something, but it ain't going to be a punch, is it? Um, I've only got an inch. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Is that, that is how you punch, isn't it, like that? Yeah, you like, like the forward nails inch. out a bit yeah, more. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Dennis, for that. Yes. Uh, much appreciated. Right, mate, after all that, how mm. do people contact us on social media? They can get us on Instagram or Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. Excellent. Right, okay. So, main reason, Maria, we went to see a film. We did. What did we see? We went to see a film that's currently 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, 2 hours, 12 minutes build as a comedy crime drama with a synopsis of all unemployed, Key Take and his family take a peculiar interest in the wealthy and glamorous park as they integrate themselves into their lives and get entangled in an unexpected incident. So this had a budget of 13.5 billion Korean won, which I've roughly calculated at $11 million. Um, but I did read somewhere that someone said $40 million, and I've got conflicting ones. So right. it's either $11 million or $40 million. I've got 11 Okay. Um, and it's so far grossed $166 million. I've got 176.6 now. Cool. 
This is directed by Bong Joon-ho, starring Song Kang-ho, Lee Sung-kyun, Cho Yi-jung, Choi Woo-sik, Park So-dam, Lee Jung-yun and Jang Hai-jin. I'm massively impressed. Oh, thanks. That, Have you practiced that? <laughs> wow, he's Straight out of the cake. Wow, Thank you awesome. very much. Thanks, mate. Um, and this was 2019's Parasite. It was. Have you got a clip? I've got one. English speaking? No. No subtitles. No, it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's nice to see a subtitle film, actually. Yeah. I mean, cinema was nice, mate. Good oh, job on that. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Comfy recliners. Best seats in the house. <laughs> Yours was broken. <laughs> Mine was broken, but I was the furthest away from people anyone could get. So yeah. I was well happy. Yeah, it was quite good. Quite good. Yeah. Just about read the subtitles yeah. about my glasses. So what did you think, my friend, of... 2020s for us, Parasite. I've written a paragraph and everything for my opening. Yeah, my opening thing. So I've got, this film was hyped, exclamation mark, just to put a bit of drama into it. Best picture. As an exclamation mark, or you've written your word, exclamation mark. Well, I've I've written an exclamation mark. Okay. Um, Best picture, director, and international film, and I definitely get the hype. Despite it being a relatively simple film, and dare I say it, not that clever story, although it makes up for that in the complexity of the characters and the emotions portrayed throughout. Natural, wasn't it, that? <laughs> Are you trying to get like a certified Rotten Tomato person or I something? I don't know, yeah. Don't, some, no. just don't, no. No, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I didn't get... There was a lot of things that, oh, wait, there's a big twist or something, and I didn't want to try and guess it. I didn't think that the story was overly complicated. It was all in the filmmaking and the acting. Okay. Are you? Have you seen The Host and Snowpiercer or not? I believe I've seen The Host. Okay. So um, you've not seen Snowpiercer, yeah. which is the one that's closer in sort of story to this one. Mm-hmm. It's all about class. Right. Um, I think apparently I read somewhere, someone said that Snowpiercer's pretty much sold out everywhere oh, really? since this film uh, won the Oscar, yeah, on Blu-ray oh, and that. Interesting. So it's in, yeah, but it's been on quite a bit. It was on uh, Sky the other day, or Film 4, I think, yeah. and then it was on, uh, Jill watched it while she was away on some yeah. sort of Sony channel, so oh. it's coming on a lot. I like Snowpiercer, yeah. and I do like the way that it concentrated on class division, mm-hmm. uh, and, and this did as well. Um, I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. You're right, the story is, it's so well written. Mm-hmm. Um, did you say that it wasn't a complex idea or, or whatever? I'd, I'd say overall, the story's not that clever. Right. I just okay. think the way that it's directed and made makes it cleverer yeah. than the actual story. I mean... Uh, I'd listened to uh, a recently seen episode of WTM. Uh, Eric liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Positivity liked it, but didn't really love it uh, mm-hmm. like like Eric did. And it's, I think he said it was because none of the characters really were likable. And I thought that 
as well. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. I thought that that was one of the great things about it. And the reason being is I found that by giving us characters that I didn't really care about um, or didn't like, he could basically do anything with them mm-hmm. um, and entertain me with anything happening to them. And I wouldn't be bothered. No, and I yeah. just enjoy watching them get into yeah. situations that were out of this, you know what I mean? Completely yeah. out of the normal, etc. And that's what I really liked about it. Because there wasn't really any likable people in it, were there? Well, you say that, no. but I fell in love with him five minutes. Yeah, but I mean, it's physical attraction. So damn park. <laughs> damn. Oh, she was lovely. Okay. But really? physical attraction. No. And, I mean, she was a horrible person, isn't it? I would have made amends. It would have been fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I agree. I think, I think it's quite a sad thing. I think it shows the worst side of humans. On both, on both, yeah, on both sides. I think it's no matter what class you are, you're greedy. Yeah. There was almost such a division that I could imagine the poor and the rich cheering for their respective sides. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like a it was like a contest when it to see who would come out on top. Well, yeah, it was one of those I kind of got the bit that this could have been called parasites. Yeah, yeah. Rather than parasite. Yeah. Cuz in a weird way they was all parasites like the parks, the poorer family and the old housekeeper. Yeah. They was all living kind of off of each other and being opportunists. They was taking the piss out of them, but they was taking the piss back. They was taking the food to feed him. It was like everyone Every story related back to the title of the film. Yeah, it did get me straight from the start. Mm. I thought that the actual setup um, and the way that they infiltrated the rich was a great pace, mm. a brilliant. It didn't pace. hang about, did it? No, not at all. And, and and it was just like beat after beat after beat, and it just mm. got more interested and more interested and more interested yeah. and more in depth. Yeah. And then obviously, when they fit the final piece in, which was the mother. Uh, it, it sort of just set it up. And then you didn't really have that much time of them just servicing the rich folk, did no, you? I mean, no. they still were doing jobs. Yeah. It was obviously only when they went away that it started to get a bit naughty. Mm. Yeah, yeah. it was one of those, like you say, it, I was trying to wait for the twist because people have said there had been this big twist. And when they started getting them all in and the jobs were coming, I was like, oh, they've done that really quick. Yeah, but did you actually think, I mean... They were still doing jobs. Mm. So she was cleaning and cooking for them. Yeah, yeah. He was driving them. They were teaching the kids, um, yeah. whether or not they were qualified for it or whatever. They obviously were teaching them something. Yeah. So in theory then... They weren't they really weren't, con artists, not, were they? Well, they weren't doing a lot wrong then, were no, they? No. Um, I think that they obviously had uh, more motives to do worse. Mm. But if the opportunity had never arisen, I mean, they were a bit nasty, obviously, getting rid of the housekeeper. It was yeah. the final part of it. Uh, that was a bit out of all the hustlers, really, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, but it was quite good. Um, it was quite interesting the way that he did it with the with the, the peach. I've never fur. seen so many peaches in a film. Uh, you, have you ever been... Are you allergic to peach fur? Because no. I used to work with them. It does actually irritate, really? to be honest. I love yeah. a peach. Well, I like it, but the fur actually does. I mean, it causes me to does actually it? come out itchy. Oh, yeah. Peaches for next week, then, mate. <laughs> I mean, not as bad as she was. Mm. But like I say, they weren't doing that much wrong at no. that point. They got with the housekeeper, a bit out of order. But other than that, they were actually working. It wasn't until yeah. they actually got their chance to actually take the piss. Yeah. But then they did, didn't they? Yes. And I think I'd got to the point where I was, I thought they were being screwed over. Right. When it got to the start and that young lad was like, oh, no, you go and teach her. They're a nice family. I thought it was a bit like a hostile situation. Right. I thought he was like a ringer that had been sent out to try and recruit 
people to go right, back to right, the rich okay. people's oh, house. Oh, interesting. Right, so okay. I was sitting there thinking, well, why has he done it? Yeah. Because it all just seemed a little bit sinister. Well, he might have been the only nice person in the film. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it turns out he probably was. But yeah, I thought he was being a bit sinister by recruiting them to go back to the rich people's house. And I was expecting something to happen that way. And then when it didn't, I was like, oh, I don't know which way this is going to go now. Yeah. And then it went a bit weird. Yeah. So, I mean, he obviously used the house quite well. Mm. I thought it was a great set. Beautiful house. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And it obviously got to the bit where they went away camping and we got to see the Kims was it mm-hmm. uh, actually doing what they probably went there to do and that was taking the piss sort of drinking their whiskey smashing stuff etc mm-hmm. and then this is when the film obviously took a turn when when the parks come home I weren't letting her in huh? I weren't letting her in <laughs> no. no yeah oh or yeah the house gonna, or I was going to keep an eye on her that was before stairs. yeah that was before so I've heard a bit about stairs and rooms it's been mentioned on podcasts um, and I haven't listened to spoiler bits mm. but it's been mentioned on podcasts I knew something was about it as soon as we saw the secret room I expected that it would be the Kims that lived there mm. and took the piss yeah. um, but I didn't really, I didn't really know that we were going to get what we got I think the scene, I think I was eating some popcorn and then she sort of went down into that bomb basement and this woman was almost levitating between a wall and a unit. And I was yeah. like, what the <laughs> fuck? That was funny. It was a it? weird moment of was. thinking, what is she doing? She's quite nimble. She got out there, bless her. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, going down to that was strange. It was. I know we do spoilers, but maybe we shouldn't obviously discuss what what There was her husband happened. down in the cellar. <laughs> He's such a <laughs> But yeah, so the housekeeper obviously had more to do with the yeah. film than I thought she would. I yeah. thought she was out of it by then. Coming along to what the standout scene for me was, it was the scene when they was all laying under the table, table. and it was the yeah. scene that actually set off the whole chain of events afterwards yeah. when uh, Mr. Park was saying how bad Mr. Kim smelled. Yeah. And they were hiding under the table, as three of them, weren't there? Yeah. Him and his son and his daughter. Yeah. And they couldn't say anything. And I actually, even though he wasn't a nice person, I felt so sorry for him. Yeah. It was horrible. Imagine that, just well, laying they'd, there. They'd already had the thing where the kid had said they all smelt like the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously, yeah, they had that uncomfortable conversation. And I, like you, was feeling sorry for all. I think that's where, when obviously we get onto it, I think that's where his resentment held for the rest of the film. Yeah. Since we saw it, I've actually sort of read a few bits and all that. And people are, some people are saying that they can't believe that the film went that extreme just over the fact that someone smelt. Mm. Um, and that and it shouldn't have been, that shouldn't have been the trigger for what come next. But, he but it's, it's so, a trigger on some dark seeded resentment, yeah, though, isn't it? That, but he like, looked so, I mean, but he had his son and his daughter there mm. and they couldn't say anything. And how he just looked so embarrassed. Mm. And I actually felt for him, even though they were horrible people. Mm. His daughter and that obviously didn't know what to say. No one could say anything. And that moment for me was such a great piece of cinema. Yeah. A brilliant bit of filmmaking. I've got to be I honest. think that was my standout as well. Yeah. It was just that moment like you could, it was quite a, almost like silent scene, wasn't it? Because yeah. there's not a, really a lot happening. No, it was, um, hor- it was horrible. Yeah. I, I hated it. I hated him being put through it. Yeah. And yet just previous to that, He'd been basically, he's the sort of person that if you had in your house, he would rip you off. He would have been drinking your drink like he was with them. They would have been taking the piss. But just that look, he didn't have to say anything. And that look on his face. Do you think they were necessarily that bad people? Because there's only 
trying to better themselves and having a taste of the life they wanted. It well, was only a yeah, bit of I mean, there's a difference between, I mean, they were getting paid to do a job. I mean, they were sitting around drinking all their drink, eating their food, taking the piss out of them and that. So they're not over. I mean, I'm not I mean, saying that they're I, the worst of the worst. No, I don't think they're doing anything a lot of other, if you was, I don't know, a driver for a football or something and he had buggered off abroad for a football tournament, and you got his big smashing else there that he wouldn't really notice whether you'd stayed there. To be a footballer for a night and stay in that, you wouldn't feel like you were that bad, would you? So I just want to warn everyone, yeah. don't let Mark babysit, all right? <laughs> I'm not letting you in. I'm going to take my key off you anyway. Um, I've, I've had too many nights there now. <laughs> no, I know. I can see it now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, no, they're not the worst of the worst. Yeah. But it was good filmmaking to show mm. them in that light of Absolutely, taking the yeah. piss and then making you feel so sorry for him yeah. just over something like that. And you just think to yourself... It's a horrible thing, isn't it, if someone says that you smell? Yeah. Like, I mean, having to tell someone at work that they really smell, mm. like when someone comes in and they haven't, like, washed or whatever, and you have to tell someone, it's it, it's a horrible thing, and it mm. must be horrible for people to actually hear. And I thought the scene was absolutely stunning, I've got to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And it took a dark turn after that, didn't it, mate? Mm. Um, oh, very strange dark turn. Yeah, but I, again, did not expect the husband to have a, a major part in it. Not, obviously, the Kim's husband, yeah. but the housekeeper's husband. Mm. It was just weird. Uh, I mean, I thought it was quite slapsticky and of quite fun when they were having the fights with them, yeah. um, when they're it, kicking them down the stairs. This is a film of many, many genres. Yeah, it is. Isn't yeah. it? it? It's was, funny as well. Yeah, but I'll say, to cover crime, drama, comedy... A love story, cover all of that within there. It was quite impressive. Yeah. And the the laughs, like you say, were were almost slapstick. Yeah. I mean, we did get the fight scene. Mm. So as they were fighting the housekeeper and, and the husband. But yeah, I didn't expect it to be the housekeeper's husband that actually had this big sort of finale at the end. No. Um, I thought it was weird. But again, so funny when he came out of the basement and just started mm. walking through. Almost like a horrific character yeah, he turned talking, into. Like, zombie almost turned into horror then, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, um, And yeah, going into that party, another scene I felt quite strong and actually t- did show the, what the filmmaker was trying to show us was when they made him dress up as an Indian. Yeah. And basically uh, sort of, because obviously he had that resentment because he yeah. it said that he'd smelt after that. And yeah, dressing him up as an Indian and basically saying, this is what I'll pay you for. Yeah. Um, and you could see that he was embarrassed and, and didn't want to do it. Yeah. That scene as well I thought was good. I thought they had quite a strange relationship really. They were the only two that ever sort of kind of clashed. Yeah. Because the teacher, the two young kids didn't really clash with anyone. The housekeeper didn't. And we sort of saw that initial clash when he was in the car and he told him to keep his eyes on the road. There was that first sort of little crack in their relationship. And I think that's when he, he didn't like being put in his place. Yeah. And he sort of put, portrayed that really well, I thought, because he, he looked a bit butthurt. When he was told to... Did you say butthurt? Butthurt, yeah. Okay. He, he just looks a little bit shocked as if, how dare you tell me what to do? Yeah. And I think that comes with... He was quite a proud man when he he was the real uh, patriarch of his family. And then to be almost not belittled as such because he was an employee, but he certainly didn't appreciate it. No. I mean, I thought that that sort of attitude showed his motives, mm. though, if I'm honest. Mm. Because he obviously clearly wasn't just there to work he was no, they liked, there to rip them off yeah they like to think they was cleverer yeah 
So, yeah, I mean, the ending, it was weird and I didn't expect it, to be honest. Quick, wasn't it? It was quick, yeah. It was quick and explosive. Yeah. There was quite an elongated bit, though, after the main thing that happened, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. Um, again, not overly needing to mention what happens right at the end. The scene sort of at the end where we get Mr. Kim stuck down the stairs mm. with a new family in there. I thought that was great as well. Yeah. I think it's left it open, hasn't it? He's left like an open end. Do you? Uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure if he's one that's going to do anything with that. I think it's I don't, a standout. I, don't know. I think it's left in case they want to. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that you could have done other stuff with sort of Snowpiercer, etc. I'm not sure that he would do. Depends uh, whether you've won a best Oscar for or I three th- Oscars, isn't it? Well, like, I don't know. I think whether that he does it or someone else does it. Yeah. I, I would place money on there being a follow-up to this do you reckon yeah i I would okay i don't really think there will to be honest i think i can see it as we said it looked great uh it moved along at a great pace there was enough twists and turns there was about six or seven genres the sound was good you can see why you won best director yeah i mean until you see it i know a lot of people have been saying because we struggled to see it didn't we? Mm, yeah. Um, it's now actually showing in the local cinemas next week that wouldn't show it this week. Mm. So since it's become an Oscar winner, mm. which is a bit sad. I mean, even just being a nominee, mm. it should have been showing. Mm. But it is It is a great piece of filmmaking, I've got to be honest. Brilliant. If you think that Quentin Tarantino should want it or whatever, you've got to take a chance, even if you don't like yeah. it. And just watch well, this. There's a lot just of people to, saying, uh, I don't do films with subtitles. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't think this was one where you struggle, you're, you're reading a lot and you're struggling to keep on track with everything. It goes at a nice pace. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, I thought I could speak Korean a few times. <laughs> I, I, got, I did. I sat there and I was like, there was a, a line in complete English. And I thought, fuck me, I'm fluent. I've learned it already. Um, it was a bit, it was It was strange. There's a lot of English words in it. Yeah. I think obviously the either there's words that are not translatable or they just use a lot of the English language. Yeah. I was like, blimey, I understood it. <laughs> I'd quite like a subtitle film. I've got nothing against any like black and white subtitled anything. I watch anything, and I quite enjoyed this. I found it quite a real entertaining one to watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that obviously it comes out on Sky or whatever, so we will get a chance mm. to watch it again. Fucking Americans, and no one got it on Blu-ray already. I think it's out on Blu-ray. Yeah, I know. Man, just got We've it. Had it like six months. We've had it like a day. <laughs> it's mental. So yeah, there you go. I mean, I would recommend anyone. To yeah. see it. If and you can if see anyone it. can tell me what the stone was about, I'd appreciate that because there was a lot of effort sent on that stone. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. I don't didn't really understand the metaphor from that. Mm. I know they said it would it brings good fortune and wealth. Yeah. But they seemed a little bit obsessed with a bit of sandstone on its end. Well, there you go. So I've, I've definitely missed something there. So I can see me rewatching this many times. Yeah. Um, to try and understand that. Okay. Have you got a score, mate? I have. I've got eighty nine. I've got 89. Have you? Yeah. Oh, they are. I've got a fantastic yeah. film from start to finish. I can't really say anything else about it. No. But it doesn't score as highly as my one, two, or three of the year. Okay. I've got three films that I've got higher than that. Mm. But it's, I mean, what can you say? It's 89. Uh, it's, it's, it's like pretty much right in the, in the, yeah. the top it tier of the film. It was just missing off of a 90. Yeah. But I wonder whether on a rewatch, whether I'll get that up. I there, think but... if I rewatch it at home, it will go up yeah. because I will, I, even though we were fairly relaxed, I still think. I love that night. I'll be honest. I, everything was right about that night. Big cherry Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Comfy seat away from people. I was. 
the happiest I've been in a right. cinema for okay. a long time. I mean, I, I do struggle a little bit with those chairs sometimes, mm. and I was moving around a lot. I think I'll prefer to watch it at home and it'll go you off. You seem quite comfortable to me at Yeah, I know, point, at one point I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, okay, mate, have you watched yeah. anything else? I have. Okay. I've seen Hannibal Rising. Okay. I've seen... Which is... Which is Hannibal Rising. Yeah, what one is that in? What do you mean? What is one it is? a standalone? Standalone film. Oh, okay. Hannibal Rising. Okay, I can't remember. Yeah, you've got the the, four, the three. You've got Red Dragon, Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal right. as the main films, but this was a... Low budget fit around. It wasn't so much low budget. It just weren't particularly great. Okay. It was all right. Um, I've been to see another film, which we'll discuss later. All right. Um, I've watched another few films, which we'll discuss at a later point. All right. Um, and I watched Naked Gun. Did you? Yep. 99? No. Oh, it's sad. Yeah. Fine. Really? Yeah, Just I'm, fine? Yeah, I don't, I certainly... We're going to do it one day. I certainly don't. Yeah, I'm happy to do it as a retro, okay. but I certainly don't get the favourite film stance no. on it. But I'm not Police in Police Squad, apparently, for the first time, the whole left of the series, the mm. episode, is being released on Blu-ray. Oh, you could be happy then. I'm very, very excited. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed sitting down watching it, but... Yeah, that's all I can really we're say. We're going to do it, and well, I think we'll have to do it on a retro. We've got a few yeah. retros coming up, so we'll have to do it. I've watched a lot of films here that I can't talk about. Okay. Turns right. out. Let's go. I've watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. Oh, I've right, got really. 90 on that, cool. so it's turned out to be the third, my third favourite film of 2019, right. when the reshuffle's been done. Okay. Um, it is great watching it again. Yeah. I don't, have you watched it again yet? No. No, okay. You'll have to borrow my bluey. It's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the endings. I've actually thought that the ending this time watching it at home, now I know and I can concentrate on, you know, what scene I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual, when they attack his house, uh, you can actually concentrate on that better and it okay. looks far better when he's smashing their heads yeah, in. Yeah, so I'm, I'm happy. Once I've seen it and I've done a lot more research, I'm happier I'd know the story and the people in it, the more vague of people in it a little bit more. So yep. I think I'd get more from the story now, so I definitely want to rewatch that. Cool. I watched Black Hawk Down. Uh, well, I've got 78 on that. Okay. I quite like that. Um, some quite good scenes in there. Yep. Fairly little gritty war number. And I watched Escape Plan 3. Oh, was it better than Escape Plan and Escape no. Plan 2? <laughs> I've got 30 on that. It was dog shit. Um, There's a few good killings in it, but other than that, it's toilet. And it's like a really poor man's expendables, isn't it? With like Dave Batista's. Well, 50 cents in it it for about four minutes. Six times better than Top Gun, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. That's about it, mate. I've, yeah. I've started to watch uh, Narcos as well, but we're not okay. TV drone. Yeah. So I uh, can't mention that. Cool. Right. You go on your Netflix and start skipping forward a few episodes and then skipping back. Just <laughs> <laughs> a bit short. I know where I am, mate. Okay. It's all right. Uh, Mexico, season right. two, okay. episode two. So don't worry right. about it. <laughs> right. Okay. Ready? Yes, mate. This is the next section. This is a section that we like to call homework. <laughs> There we go. So, right, this is a section where we give each other films that we've seen and we like and the other one hasn't seen on the hope of uncovering hidden gems, mm. which hasn't been going too well recently. No. 
Anyway, so I gave you a film that's currently 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, one hour, 52 minutes build as a drama music romance. With a synopsis of a faded country music musician is forced to reassess his dysfunctional life during a doomed romance that also inspires him. Starring Jeff Bridges, Maggie Glennon-Hall and Colin Farrell with a $7 million budget gross in 47. This was Crazy Heart. It was, it was. So Jeff Bridges, I love... Yeah, I don't know if you know. I love Jeff Bridges. Not really, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think he's brilliant. Yeah. The, the remake of True Grit mm. was just immense. Absolutely love him in that. Probably can't mm. understand the word he says in most of them. Yeah. But uh, I think he plays a good drunk. Yeah. Um, I which, saw this character and just thought, this character is a bit of you. Yeah, I, I did enjoy him. I mean, there was one thing, I, I don't understand why he cried when he was sick. <laughs> when he seemed to like howl and yeah. cry that sort of put me off a little bit uh-huh. but he certainly was a better portrayal for me than Joaquin Phoenix last week in Walk the Line was a good performance uh-huh. this was a better portrayal okay. if that makes sense yeah. anyway I thought Maggie Gyllenhaal was good I didn't really get the romance no. between the two uh-huh. And that was obviously a big problem uh-huh. because it's supposed to be for me it came across a little bit creepy yep this to you was all about the character because I just I thought you'd like him but I agree I did go <laughs> yeah yeah I did like him I liked yeah. him when he was on his own when he was getting pissed up when he mm. was sort of on the stage there was one other main problem go on I didn't like any of the music okay that's down to your bad taste isn't it no not really okay. um I, don't, I mean, see, I said I'm not a great Johnny Cash fan last mm. week. I do like some of the, the songs. There was one song that I liked that he'd written. Mm. Well, it was all about the fact that he had written great songs, mm. but none of them seemed like they would be great songs. Okay. I don't know if they are proper songs, yeah. whether they were written for this or what. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But there was one that he sang with Colin Farrell, yeah. and they'd done a duet. Yeah. I liked that one. Yeah. But it's not like Star is Born, got to be honest. Some of the songs in A Star is Born actually did enhance the film. This, every time that he was singing the song, if he wasn't doing something silly and he was just singing it was supposed to be nice or when Colin Farrell was singing songs that he'd written, it just took me out of it because I thought they were all flat. I didn't think they were good, which is really weird. Okay. Because I expected this would have what we would call bangers. Yeah. And it didn't really. All right. So it's a bit disappointing. Um, I thought Colin Farrell was okay. His ponytail yeah. was a bit grim. Yeah. Um, so I used to have one of them, but yeah. uh, better than his. And yeah, I would have just liked a little bit more of him on the road, getting pissed up doing this. I, I just love his sheer disinterest when he's playing his shows. And they're all, <laughs> they're all sort of cheering and that, and he sort of walks on. Yeah. Plays a little bit, goes out the back, pukes up. Yeah, cries. Yeah, gets the band to play his big hit because yeah. it, it, I think that was it was a subtle bit like that I liked where they was all screaming for one song and he got the band to play it and then he was just there for the last two yeah, bars yeah. and was like ah. yeah no I mean I, that's what I mean I did like that uh, I think that was the song that I did like mm. so that scene that I do remember that yeah. that was good but yeah it was uh, I mean it was funny when he was waking up with uh, like these these horrible ladies and that and so a couple of downers didn't really get the relationship mm-hmm and uh, didn't really like the music uh, on a whole. But the rest of it was okay. Good performances from the two leads. Um, fairly solid. Glad that it was grittier than last week. Yeah. 65. Okay. All right? Yeah. I know it's probably a better film. 
I, I don't know what. I don't think I'd go hugely above that. Okay. I certainly would go above that. Mm. But um, I did. I understand what you mean about the relationship. Right. Um, but I did love the character. Yeah, I thought he was good. Yeah, I love Jeff Bridges anyway, so mm. it's all good. Right, so I gave you a 2019 film directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, starring Olivia Coleman, Emma Stone, and Rachel Weiss. Running time of 120 minutes, budget of $15 million, with a box office of $95.9 million, 7.6 on IMDb, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of, in early 18th century England, the frail Queen Anne occupies the throne and her close friend Lady Sarah governs the country in her stead. When a new servant Abigail arrives, her charm endears her to Sarah. This was 2019's The Favourite. Mm. Remember when you was a kid? Yeah. Right. Well, I I find it difficult nowadays. Right. But okay. So you're a kid, you do something wrong. Right. And your parents look at you and they go, I'm not angry. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. Right, okay. And that's how I felt about this film. Really? Yeah. I'm not angry I've seen it. I'm not angry at the film because there were certain points of it that I do like. Right. I was just disappointed in what I actually got. I really, really wanted to see this one and I really, really wanted to like it. And I just didn't that much. Right. I just thought it was re- it was a bit strange. Let's be honest. It was a bit strange. Right. And I think I expected more of a comedy than what I was delivered um, from watching the trailers. I think it portrayed itself as a bit more of a comedy than actually turned up. And yes, it was very sad. Yeah. And I thought if you take the actual three main characters acting the costumes and the overall staging, they were faultless. They were fucking brilliant all round. But I just didn't like it overall. There was parts I did. There were scenes I really liked. There was ones that I really was confused by and just didn't get the comedy that was probably supposed to be in them. And I just thought it, it was a film that was relying on three main people to try and drag it through, which they did their best with. And I thought all they was on top form. Right. Um, I thought Olivia Coleman was fantastic. Emma Stone, Rachel Weisz, I thought they were brilliant. But they was just awful people. There, there was no one to cheer for. There was no one to actually like. Right. Okay. It turned out, I, I quite liked Emma Stone at the start, and then she was just a nasty prick. She was, yeah. Rachel Weisz, very similar. And then, although there were soft moments from Olivia Coleman, ultimately she was a prick as well. Yeah. And there was just no one to actually like. I didn't really care what happened to any of them. Right. Apart from the rabbit. Which sometimes, though, sets you free. Yeah. As I've said, yeah, yeah. in Parasite, it um, set me free to just enjoy whatever yeah, um, he had I felt sorry for the rabbit that got stood on. Right. He, yeah. he was the one that I was like... And I found the score really irritating. Right. And over-empowering. It was getting to me. I was like, please shut up. Majestic. No. I don't mean that in a thingy way. I mean with the theme of the film, like a a royal sort of fanfare oh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, but it it was it was more the over the top tones. Right. It was beginning yeah, majestic, to over the top royal family. It was beginning to irritate. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad I watched it. It was a bit like an eclipse, really, where you feel like, oh, I don't really want to watch this, but you can't help but look at it. And I just got to the quite an abrupt ending. Didn't really finish it, did it? It's like the end. Well, it's history, so you can look up with. Well, is it though? It's someone's portrayal of what they think might have happened. Right. 
But you can see what happened in the end. Yeah. If you read a history book, you don't get to know I don't the day by day. No, but if you do, you don't get to know the day by day. But you can tell. No, you, yeah. you can find out what happened to her at yeah, the end. Yeah. Queen Anne. You just yeah. have a look. But it's th- their interpretation of what went on. I thought it was hilarious, the wedding night scene. Right. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. There were certain points in it where I probably laughed I shouldn't have done. What about Olivia Coleman shouting at the footman? Yeah. You look at me? <laughs> don't look at me! <laughs> it was... Fantastic. <laughs> like there were bits like that, like the shooting the pigeons. Yeah. Uh, there, there were certainly scenes where I laughed and didn't. It was weird to work out whether they were supposed to be comedy scenes or not. Right. And I, I certainly get why Olivia Coleman won the Oscar for it. Yeah. No question. Yeah. But the actual film, I don't know. On a second watch, whether I would, I'd, I'd certainly watch it again. Okay. To see if I would get something more from it. All right. But overall, I was a bit deflated at the end. Okay. And I've only got fifty-five. Okay. That's fine, mate. But I know it is. It's not one. I, it's not one that's. Uh, I like it. It's yeah. not one that's dear to me. Art. So no, I'm not going to cry. Not so. It was fine. Okay. Um, just above average, but I'll, def- I'll certainly give it a little while and watch again. And I wonder if going in knowing it's a bit fuck crazy, whether I'll um, get a better sort of watch out of it. Okay, no worries. Right, what you got next week, mate? Something of very 80s. It right. is very 80s, I'm going to put it out there. It right. looks 80s. Right. But I watched it. I hadn't seen this. And I watched it and I was like, actually, I think we could have a good chat about that. Good chat. <laughs> so I got you a film that's currently 7.1 on IMDb is an 18 one hour 51 minutes billed as a crime drama after a young woman suffers a brutal gang rape in a bar one night a prosecutor assists her in bringing the perpetrators to justice including the ones who encouraged and cheered on the attack starring Kelly McGillis Jodie Foster with a 6 million dollar budget grossing 32 million this was 1988's The Accused smashing that's a, that's a light hearted one, one isn't it for me and Jill yeah. to watch on her return yeah. brilliant nice one cheers yeah. mate oh that's good I don't know why I kept seeing this one and it kept it was following me around and I thought I'm going to sit and watch it and I watched right. it and I thought actually be a good convo out of that one okay alright there you go thanks for that yeah. right I'm Cheer giving cheering. you a 2014 film directed by Clint Eastwood starring your boy Bradley Cooper oh 90 95 <laughs> sort of <laughs> well, it will do anywhere else isn't it Sienna Miller oh. Um, no don't like her yeah, yeah oh good uh-huh. Running time of 132 minutes, budget of $59 million, with a box office of $547.4 million. 7.3 on IMDb, 72% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of Navy SEAL sniper Chris Kyle's pinpoint accuracy saves countless lives on the battlefield and turns him into a legend. Back home to his wife and kids after four tours of duty, however, Chris finds that it is the war he can't leave behind. This is 2014's American Sniper. Oh, it's on my list, this one. Is it? Bradley Cooper, 95. Is it on your scratch-off? Yeah, yeah, yeah 95 already. Cows, you're my score, <laughs> 95. I <laughs> can do no wrong. It might be the one that kills it off. What do you think? Oh, I don't oh, know. It's worrying, Maybe, it? I don't know. You don't like war? No, I don't like war films. Well, I mean, it's not so much. You like a drama. You like a drama, so you'll be all right. Give it a go, mate. Thank you. Right, okay, mate. So next week's main. Mm -hmm. 
There's not a lot out. No. I feel like we've got to that point where, I mean... It's a bit of a plateau, isn't it? The end of 2019 and the start of this year has been brilliant. Oh, hasn't it just? And it's been a pleasure. It has, It really has the last few months. Yeah, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I've had so much fun and so many good films to talk about. Whether people listen or actually take any notice or whatever. It's been a Um, great few months. It has, yeah. Yeah. So uh, back to the normal January fair. So there's a choice of... (laughs) Things like Sonic and and um, what else have we? Vito. <laughs> what else? Doolittle. Uh, Vito. Uh, okay. <laughs> but we've we've. I mean, rather than doing it, we've got some retros coming up because yep. I'm going away. Yeah. So we want to do, still keep doing something. So what are we seeing? Some comic thing, aren't we? <laughs> I don't know the full title. I think it's any something like Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of. Harley Quinn. That something Harley yeah. Quinn, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're seeing Birds of Prey. Yeah. Right. Uh I wasn't a great fan of Suicide Squad, although Me I didn't neither. Th- yeah, I did isn't it? Yeah. Oh you have. Yeah. I didn't think it was as bad as a lot of people said, but um yeah, I didn't think it was that great. Yeah. I don't particularly think the trailer looks very good on this. I'm hoping I do. Do you? Mm. Okay. Well I'm hoping to be surprised. Okay. So Boo <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> Such a dickhead. <laughs> Fucking uh, hell. Such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, so we're going to see Birds of Prey. Yes. Okay, right, there you go. Mm. Um, after all that, mate, do you want to reiterate how people can get us on social media? Absolutely. You can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone. <laughs> I probably made myself laugh. Or via email at moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. You can. I think I've got perforated eardrums. <laughs> I really I'm do. Probably laughing. everyone else listening to us as uh, well. That's all right. Two people. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, there you go. That's what we're doing next yes. week. Shame that, really, because it's always a bit sad at this time of year, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think there's anything that I'm greatly looking forward to till after I'm back from holiday. And no, then that's top sort of, That's a. James Bond, I Top think. Gun. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're doing we're gonna do a few retros in March, aren't yes. we? Yeah. So there you Good go. Little surprises. Yeah. So um right, so thank you very much for yeah, that, mate. Sorry you. it's been a bit flat. We haven't had uh, there's not so much to I go don't at think the end. It's been that time. flat. Well there's not so much to go at the end, is there? We haven't lost the plot this week. No. So, no. so yeah. Uh <laughs> so we start now. Yeah. Just laugh. Just laugh for like 10 minutes. Uh, okay, so thanks for that, mate. Thanks for no, having thank me. Thank you. Um, and I look forward to seeing you in a week. Absolutely. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to episode 83, mm. and we shall see you soon. Absolutely. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye, Mark. See you later, everyone. See ya. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, I went shopping a week. Bought myself a new aftershave. All right. Yeah, it's called breadcrumbs. What? Birds love it. <laughs> that was Elmo's one, that one. Was it? Yeah, I thought it was fucking awful. That's not bad. It's yeah. all right. Did you write it? No. Oh, okay. No. Someone else wrote that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> How is Elmo? He's not dead, is he? Uh, he's close to giving up. Oh, is he? <laughs> all unemployed, Key Take and his family take. And his family take a, and his family take a peculiar interest in the wealthy and glamorous parks, as they integrate themselves into the lives, as they integrate themselves into their lives and get entangled in unexpected. Have you got the right synopsis? Yeah.
What does mine say? A poor family, the Kims, con their way into becoming the servants of a rich family, the Parks, but their easy life gets complicated when their deception is threatened with exposure. I don't know. Mine come off IMDb. So did mine. Hmm. 